Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. We've been talking about sin, God showing our sins before our eyes. We've been talking about the lazy days of summer, how sometimes we aren't as deep in our relationship with God, prayer, uh, the sacraments, because life is a little bit of a vacation in the summer and we should never take a vacation from God. And lately, I have been hearing not only from those around me, but I've been feeling this myself, which is why I'm coming out all the time in real life to you all, telling you exactly what I've been battling with in my journey. Yesterday was wonderful. I sacrificed. I didn't eat until dinner, had a light dinner, and I felt so good because I offered it to God. I did it for my love of him, not for my guilt of being a glutton and eating too much and not praying as much over the weekend of this wedding that I had in Nebraska. I did it out of love for him. And I think what has been coming to me from a lot of people that I want to share without sharing names, but there are people out there who cannot forgive themselves. Sorry, big garbage truck outside in case you heard that. They can't forgive themselves and they believe that God won't forgive them. And that just breaks my heart. Sometimes I don't think the Bible helps us much, especially when you read the Old Testament and you, you know, see the vengeance of God wiping out the world with the flood, Sodom and Gomorrah, and just casting down all this anger and not, or allowing these things to happen, right? I mean, I I truly believe God does punish us for not living a virtuous life holy life. But he also loves us in our weakness. He wants us to go to him when we cannot control these sinful acts, words, and behavior, right? That's what it's all about, my friends, is running to him for his mercy. And so I'd like to share a little bit of the Old Testament in the reading today, because It wasn't harsh. (laughs) Uh, This is in Micah chapter 7. Who is there like you, the God who removes guilt and pardons sin for the remnant of his inheritance, who does not persist in anger forever, but delights rather in clemency and will again have compassion on us, treading underfoot our guilt? who will cast into the depths of the sea all our sins. You will show faithfulness to Jacob and grace to Abraham, 
as you have sworn to our fathers from days of old. He will cast into the depths of the sea all of our sins. He'll have compassion on us and treading our guilt under our feet. He's not going to be persistence in anger forever, especially those who are trying, right? The word try is so important. And yes, try, try, try again, but don't try it on your own. Trust that God loves you. God is there for you. The problem is we all too often don't run to him for his mercy. We don't run to confession. We don't frequent the sacraments. We don't pray to those saints and Mary and St. Joseph to help us and our guardian angel. Don't forget the guardian angel that's there every moment, who again, just like the Lord, won't butt in. We have to ask our guardian angel to protect us and lead us and guide us. That's the job of our guardian angel. But we've got to ask. Every day we should be asking for Mary, St. Joseph, the Holy Trinity, all the angels and saints, our guardian angel, to protect us, guide us, lead us. If you have a few saints that you want to call out to in particular, especially ones that are patron saints of the sin that you keep committing, do that. Your confirmation saint, any of your favorite saints. Every morning, I just kind of rattle off the saints that come to my mind. I'm surprised some of the ones that come out of my mouth. And I don't even know half, if not three quarters of the saints. So start doing some research and see what kind of saints out there can you pray to that can help you along your journey. And you're praying to them to take your prayers to Jesus. They are not the ones that we are praying to. We are asking for their prayers. Okay, a couple more things that I just want to read to you because again, it's all about the Lord and his mercy on us. Okay, Lord, this is the responsorial psalm. Show us your mercy and love. You have favored, O Lord, your land. You have brought back the captives of Jacob. You have forgiven the guilt of your people. You have covered all their sins. You have withdrawn all your wrath. You have revoked your burning anger. Again, God isn't pleased with us when we sin. And I think this burning, raging anger is when most of the world is cursing God and doing opposite, right? Which I think we're in the middle of right now. This is why the craziness is happening. This is why the division is getting so big. This is why we need to make a choice. What side are you going to be on? Are you going to be loving and caring and trying yourself to be a holier person? Forget the people around you for a moment. The only one that you can control is you. How much are you spending time praying to God, calling out to God? How much time are you frequenting time with him in adoration, in the chapel, in silence at home? You can adore him at home. If you're in a situation where you don't feel comfortable being out in the world, then do it at home. Or are you wasting time watching TV, wasting it on social media, 
you know, just fluttering away the gift of time that the Lord has given us. Because there is no question, we all have time to spend with God. And the more time we spend with him, the more we see him, the more, the more, the more, the more. It's this snowball effect. If we start our day without prayer, if we start our day and say that we're going to pray later and don't, the next day is going to be easier to do that. And the day after that will be easier to do that. So let's forget the fact that we are imperfect because God made us this way. Why? So that we could go to him. Let's forget the fact that we are horrible, wretched sinners, that we don't deserve God's love because that is not what the Lord wants us to think. That's what Satan wants us to think. And it's, it is a fact. Let's just, let's be honest. We're imperfect. We are like lowly creatures of God, but the, the fact is God created us out of love. He didn't create us and look at us and say, look at you, you worthless P.O.S. That is not what God says, does, or feels. That is Satan. So if you think of a child and their parents, a child whose mom and dad is stern with them, doesn't allow them to get away with wretched behavior and sinful behavior and punishes them accordingly, but in a loving way, are parents like God. It's the parents that call their kids worthless and weak and idiots and you'll never amount to anything. You're pathetic. Look at you. You keep falling into this. You're that is a parent of Satan. Big difference. So let's remember that yes, our Lord has rules and precepts and ways in which we should live, but wants to help us live that way. Let's run to him, cry to him, beg him for his mercy, run to confession often, as many times as you feel that guilt, that shame, that regret. And remember, that guilt, that shame, that regret is good because you know you're doing something wrong. So go run to him for his forgiveness. And let me also make a suggestion that you find a spiritual companion that you trust. Trust is pretty key here that you can talk to, even if it's your spouse who's not on the journey. Because I look at my husband, I go, look, if you think I did this, I got to go to confession. And he's my mirror. I really do believe he's my mirror because he calls me out anytime there's something that goes on that I'm not being a good witness of Jesus. Even though he's not going to mass, he knows what's right, what's wrong. He's seen the transformation in me and he'll call me out on it. So find someone that you trust to share the sins and the behaviors that you're working on. Because it does two things. Number one, it's an accountability partner. It's someone who you can go to and say, "Ugh, you know, it's almost like that AA person who you spot, who you've had sponsor you that you can call and say, I'm ready to have a drink. You know, it's great if you can call that person before you do it, but definitely that person is there after as well. 
And number two, it puts light on the hidden shame, darkness that Satan wants you to keep it inside. Satan wants it to eat you up. It puts light on the darkness. Two things, right? Sharing it with someone else and getting it out into the light and also going to confession and getting it off of your soul. So the devil walks into that confessional with you and does everything possible that you to try to get you not to say that shameful thing. And when you do, you have just shed the evil off of you and you walk out white as snow. Confession is such a beautiful thing. And it's awesome for us to share our sins out loud. It's not easy, but it's a purpose. It's on purpose. It's for us to repeat our shameful behavior out loud to another human being who is there to love us. Yes, we have to repent for our sins and we will get penance, but that priest is there in persona Christi. He is supposed to be Jesus. Jesus should be speaking through him to us and we should be listening to what we are hearing. You may even ask a question to the priest. You can say, Father, do you have any advice for me? And lo and behold, you might have the best advice that you've ever heard over the past few years that you may be dealing with this sin. Okay, God loves you more than you can ever imagine. And he wants to be your strength in your weakness. So let's call to him every time. Let's love ourselves. Beating ourselves up doesn't help. Going to God for his mercy, his forgiveness, his love is going to change your life. I've been there. I've done that. Trust me, when I, when I finally surrendered to him, everything changed. And I still struggle. And lately I haven't been going to him. I have been in confession, but not throughout the day. Yesterday was a game changer for me. I had a lot of time to reflect in the car (laughs) driving for 12 hours back from Nebraska saying, okay, this is today. I'm living today. I'm not living for tomorrow. I'm not regretting yesterday. I'm starting with you, Lord. I'm going to focus my day around you. I'm going to call on you. I've already said a couple of times this morning with my husband, Ah, thank you, Jesus. Out loud. One was just for fixing the sound on the TV. (laughs) And another one was um, my husband was about ready to lose this huge email that he had typed up because of some communication issue with his server. And I said, oh, Lord, please, please don't. This is all he needs right now because he's a two finger typer. And he would have just been, you should have seen him. He goes, ah, I'm going to lose this email. And I, I prayed to Jesus and then boom, he says, I just hope it's in, in drafts. It was. And then I said, thank you, Jesus. And I shared with him that I prayed. These are the things that matter when you start your day that way, because I can guarantee you the rest of my day is going to continue to be like that. 
because I started with him. Every day is a new day. Every day is a new fight. Every day is a new opportunity to love God and allow him to love you. Get to confession, everyone, if you have something on your heart. Find one. Go make an appointment. Call up the priest and get there sometime today. It's a beautiful sacrament. And start white, fresh as snow, untrampled, beautiful, sparkling, anew. I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day.